The World Series starts today. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Who's going to win the World Series? How do you feel about the Astros now well removed from their sign-stealing scandal? And so much more. All coming up on today's Locked On Royals podcast on Locked On Podcast Network, your team's Every day, I am your host, Ryan Stouts. Let's get into the show. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. Also follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Email the show, LockdownRoyals.com. On today's show, brought to you by RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We're going to talk all about the World Series. The matchup itself, the Astros specifically, and who we think will win the World Series. All that and more coming up. And on today's show, we're going to hear from former Major League Baseball player Gordon Beckham, our insider on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Let's start there. How do our how do our insiders feel about this series? I'm Kanani Stevens with another Locked On MLB Insider Report, joined here by Gordon Beckham, our MLB Insider. The World Series stage is set. It's going to be Houston Astros and the Atlanta Braves, obviously some of the two hottest teams they've made it to this point um, to make it to the World Series. But the Astros seem like they're here quite often. Um, I think what we mentioned, their third appearance in five years in the World Series. So are you surprised that they made it back to this point, Gordon? No, I think they're a really good team. I mean, they're super talented. Obviously, they have kind of a uh, checkered past with everything that's gone on over the last five years. But uh, the fact that they're back there uh, this year just shows how good they are, right? I mean, um, they're they're easily the best offensive team I think I saw most of the year. I mean, like they were just really, really good. I actually called the White Sox-Houston games uh, in the middle of the season when uh, the White Sox were a pretty good team, and Houston just buried them. So uh, I, their offense is really, really good, and their bullpen's been great. I mean, they've been relying on that because their starters have been have, have kind of struggled in a lot of ways. So uh, they're a hot team. Both teams are hot right now. I think that when you get to the World Series, you don't really have somebody that sneaks by. I mean, Atlanta had to play Milwaukee and then the Dodgers, and – I mean, the Dodgers were playing really well. They beat uh, the best team in the regular season, the Giants, and then got to the Braves, and I think they kind of ran out of gas. But the Braves look good. They're trending in the right direction. This is going to be a great, uh, you know, a great World Series. I think it's anybody's game. Um, It's just a matter, you know, just the small things are really going to add up and matter in this series, as they always do when when it's on the line. We can't take much away from Atlanta. Obviously, they're in the playoffs almost every year, it feels like, as well. Um, Obviously, to make the World Series, that's a big jump for them. But is this going to be something where experience plays a big role for the Astros because they've been here so much? Or is this something where, you know, the Braves are really hot and to have gotten to this point, they might continue rolling that way? 
Yeah, that's a great question. I, I, I do think that there might be some uh, World Series jitters by the Braves, but I think at the end of the day, they're, they're, they're just they're finding a way to get big hits and big situations, and uh, I think that's going to continue. They just finished their series against the Dodgers, you know, and they're a little bit uh, – they're coming off the field a little bit uh, later than the Astros did. And so the Astros had this kind of layoff. Sometimes I don't think this will happen, but you can get away from the game and you just kind of lose a little bit of the feel uh, when you have days off. So it might take them a, uh, a minute or two to get going, and I think that for the Braves to really uh, take this series, I think they're going to need to jump out to a to a – a hot start, uh, get going early against this starting uh, staff for the Astros, which is, uh, you know, banged up and uh, and struggled a little bit. So uh, the Braves have everything in their favor that if they can go come out and their bats can uh, do do the talking because um, their pitching staff is, is is really, really good and they're lined up. They have Charlie Morton going in game one. So uh, the Braves have got a great chance to do this. Like I said, it'll be interesting to see if the, the layoff for the Astros – uh, gets them off to a little bit of a rusty start. And if the Braves could take advantage of that, if that does happen, um, they'll be in a, in, in a driver's seat going back to Atlanta in game uh, three, four, and five. I think with those layoffs and for longer for some teams than others, you know, it's a lot going to come down to management style. When you look at this, Dusty Baker, obviously he's been around forever and a day um, with a newer team this time around. But how do you kind of see these two managers dealing with their teams facing off against each other? Well, it's always fluid. I mean, you just have to basically manage the way your team's playing. And obviously they can't play, um, you know, I mean, the Dusty Baker has no really say on how they start outs, but he's got to be able to adjust for if the offense is there, if the starting pitching is going a little bit deeper maybe than they, they did in the ALCS, uh, maybe they stick with them a little bit longer. But it's, it's just a game of feel, right? I mean, uh, it, it doesn't always uh, have to be A plus B equals C. I mean, there's just different ways to get there. I think Dusty Baker's been doing it a long time. I think I know he wants this World Series, but uh, Brian Snicker with Atlanta has been around just as long as Dusty. I mean, not as long as a head coach. I mean, excuse me, head coach, manager. But at the end of the day, like he is, he has been tried and true. And the an interesting thing too is uh, Snicker's uh, Brian Snicker's son is the assistant hitting coach for the Astros. So it's going to be kind of a uh, nice little father son, uh, you know, matchup in the in the World Series. But both these managers really have the respect of their players, and both are you know really highly highly regarded. So. They don't seem to make a lot of mistakes when it comes to uh, X's and O's of the game. I mean, they generally bring in the right people at the right time, and um, it's just on them to go with their their gut and under. And both of these managers do. I mean, they don't. They I'm sure they look at the analytics, but a lot of what they do is based on on their gut instinct, and, and it's proven to be pretty uh, pretty good so far. I think those are all valid points. Of course, you know, you really have to go with it, especially in the postseason when anything can happen. So let's play a little game Um, for Houston. If they're going to win this series, what do you feel that they really need to focus on? Well, I think that uh, starting pitching is huge uh, and their and their bats. I mean, obviously this, you know, there's only so many things you can pick from, but the starting pitching has struggled and their bullpen has been super taxed. So uh, even though they've had three days off, those innings add up. I mean, they're the last, these guys are the last two guys standing, uh, Braves and Astros. And when you've had bullpens that are being used like a lot over the first two series, uh, that adds up. And sometimes those guys can't close that out. So for their, from the, for them to win, the starting pitching has to go deeper in the games. And then their offense has to continue doing what it's been doing most of the year. Okay. Now on the reverse, what do you think Atlanta really needs to focus on for, for them to be successful and, you know, get through here with a championship? 
It's starting pitching. Um, it's starting pitching for me. If the Braves pitching staff shows up and are effective like they have been and, and keep numbers down on the other side, keep runs to a, to a minimum, uh, I think that the Braves are going to be tough to beat because the bread and butter for the Astros is their offense. If they don't score runs, I mean, they're, they're, while their staff has done fine, uh, they're starting pitching struggles, and then they have to give give it to their bullpen that's already taxed. So I really think the key to the Braves is starting pitching their starting staff. If they can go deep into games, give their uh, bullpen a chance, because some of those guys in the bullpen for the Braves have been lights out. I mean, Tyler Matzik has had one of the most amazing uh, postseasons you can you can find for a reliever, and Will Smith to close it out has been very good as well. So. Uh, if they can pitch, if they can get deeper into games, I think that they're going to get enough hits to win this series. have to agree with you. I think if these are close one-run games, you got to go with the Braves on that front. Do you have an official prediction for us? Who do you think is going to win? I haven't even thought about it, so this is coming out <laughs> of left field exactly uh, in my brain, which is generally out to left field. But uh, I would say I'm going to say the Braves in six. I mean, I think that they're trending in the right way. Uh, I think that they're doing a lot of things right. There's something special about the team. I've been able to watch them a little bit more than the Astros this year, but um, it's they have ever since the All Star break when they got Eddie Rosario and they got Soler and they got Peterson. I mean, their lineup just changed and their pitching staff continued to do the same thing that they were doing, which is being solid. And they've even gotten better. So I just think they're trending in the right direction. I think that the fact that there's question marks on Houston's starting staff and also, um, you know, in the bullpen being taxed. I think that the this series lines up really well for the Braves if they can get out to a, to a hot start. Well, there you have it. I think I would maybe go with Houston just because of veteran experience, but obviously you're the professional. So if people are betting, please go with Gordon's opinion. Mine is Please don't. Please I'm a ter- I always lose. I always lose. So go, <laughs> right. go with guys. All right, maybe flip a coin, guys. We, we yeah. really don't know what's going on here. Um, that's our Locked On Insider Report for the preview of the World Series. Of course, if you guys need any more information, check out Locked On Astros or Locked On Braves for more details on your teams. Before we get into this series from our perspective, let's talk about our good friends over at RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts your car will need at rockauto.com. My favorite part about rockauto.com is that I know nothing about cars. I know absolutely nothing. I cannot change my oil, can't change my windshield wipers, don't know anything about it. I know how to drive it a little bit. I know how to put gas in it. That's all I know how to do. And I can comfortably and confidently, the two most important C's, folks, comfortably and confidently, Go to rockauto.com and find all the parts that my car will ever need. And also trust that they're not going to upcharge me just because I'm a beginner. Folks, whenever I walk into a local auto parts store, I might as well have the word sucker written on my forehead. Because they could tell me a pair of windshield wipers cost $500. And I'd say, all right, got to do what you got to do. Got to pay the piper. Here's my, here's my card. That's unbelievable, right? And they'll do that to you. They'll take advantage of you. But not RockAuto.com. RockAuto.com will not do that to you because they have reliably low prices and they'll put your car what you need at RockAuto.com. So go check them out. RockAuto.com. Tell them Lockdown sent you. And the how did you hear about box? And they'll know what to do from there. RockAuto.com. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. We're back. On the Lockdown Rose Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team's every day. 
I think with this series, I'm leaning towards the Houston Astros. I think that the Houston Astros have the more experience. Uh, they have kind of a deeper team on paper. I think that there's something magical about the Braves, and you know me, if you've listened to the show before, you know that I really lean into the magic of baseball. I think it's the one sport where you, know, you can try to quantify it, you can try to put all the numbers on it, and believe me, people do. People try to put everything to a number. They try to make baseball a spreadsheet. But whenever the chips are down, and whenever it's time to play baseball, the XYP2000 bacon stat goes out the window. The on-base percentage plus slugging plus Little League numbers plus how much his mother loves him goes out the window. And it's time for baseball, and it's time for wackiness. It's time for crazy events like the ball going off Correa, like Alcides Escobar hitting an inside-the-park home run and going on a run in a stretch of games where he hit everything on the first pitch. So the Braves have that magic. They have that magic effect. But I do think that the Astros' ability to take a punch will pay dividends. The ability to have that confidence, that swagger, uh, and that comfortability and knowing that they've been there before and that they've seen it before. I mean, you blink your eyes. This core here, which started against the Royals way back when the Royals were in the postseason, is whenever they cut their teeth in the postseason. You blink your eyes, and this team is a formidable group that's seen everything. There's not something in the postseason baseball they haven't seen before. And this is kind of their last hurrah that they're all for sure going to be together. These guys came through the ranks together, grew up together, won World Series together. That, that, that nucleus of you know Bregman, Altuve, and Correa, they, they came up together. And Correa might be out the door this, this offseason. I think all that kind of goes into the Astros. Uh, now, again, the Braves have that kind of it factor, that, that, that kind of can't-put-your-finger-on-it factor, but I'll still go with the Astros. The, the thing I want to know is how do you feel about the Astros? Do you still hate them? Do you still, uh, you know, do you still kind of get put off by the sign ceiling, or is that kind of just, you know, way in the back of your mind now? Like, where where are you at personally with the sign ceiling? Let's hear from our local expert. I should say, let's hear from our national expert, and then talk more about it. Their offense was absolutely on fire today, and we know the Astros were accused of stealing signs at home. But does putting up ten runs in their closeout game kind of eliminate that conversation? Yeah, I think so. I think that, uh, you know, there, there's always going to be things said that might not be uh, full truth or, or exactly what people are thinking in the clubhouse. But, you know, I mean, when people are having good at bats at home and then they're not on the road, um, you know, you kind of you have to, like, question that a little bit. But then when they come out there and score 10 runs a day, I mean, there's nothing that, you know, the White Sox or anybody can say. This is a good team. It doesn't really matter. Um, you know, if they score 10 at home, 10 on the road, I, I've just noticed that they're a really good hitting team. They put up really good at bats. They're competitive. They don't give in. Um, I, and when you have that, uh, that kind of lineup, it's just really difficult to beat, uh, to beat these guys. They're veterans. They have great at bats and just, uh, the way they go about their business is, uh, impressive. So I think that you can put the science thing conversation to bed in terms of happening, like right this second, like right now we, we cannot ignore that did happen in the past and it happened in 2017, whatever, but baseball and this isn't whenever I say baseball in this context, I don't mean like Rob Manfred. I mean like baseball as a community within the walls of baseball. 
it, it, it'll take self-governing. It's, it's nothing Rob Manfred can do. It's nothing the media can do. Uh, it's something that has to come from the players. They've got to get over it. I know it sucks, and I know that it, it took at least one year, if not multiple years, from their career where a team was actively cheating. But you cannot just be willy-nilly throwing around these accusations because a guy had a good stretch at home for two games and a bad stretch on the road for two games. Like, you're, you're literally baseball players. You understand how fickle this game is. And you understand how just random you'll be hot one minute and not the next and vice versa. And every time that happens to the Astros, you cannot have the convenient bailout of, well, they're obviously cheating again. That's such a loser mindset. You're looking for a reason why you didn't pitch well that day. Looking for a reason why you didn't play well that day. And you're just using it as a crutch. And the more they'll use it on a crutch and non-baseball fans hear this on the biggest stage of the postseason. And as I mentioned before that series, that was a fun series. That was a fun White Sox team. It was a fun Astros team. That was a series that could have gotten fans into baseball. And then you hear, oh, they're cheating again. So what does that even matter? Like, that's not what you want representing the sport. That's not what you want to have all over this sport. So so it's got to be governed soon to not do that anymore, not hold that over the Astros' head. Now, from a fan perspective, as a diehard baseball fan, because if you are listening to a Royals podcast on October 27th, you are a diehard baseball fan. What is your opinion? What is your opinion on the Astros? Do you still violently, viciously hate them? Do you not care? Did you ever care? Did you care and then get over it? For me, I cared when it first happened. Got beat to the ground. Don't care anymore. Don't care anymore. It's happened. It's just like the steroid era. Whatever. Whatever. That's my feelings on the Astros and that whole era of sign stealing. You can say right now, but your friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your online sportbook experts. Use the promo code Locked on, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus your first deposit. But online has a brand new website and interface. It's perfect for World Series betting. It's perfect for baseball, for football, but on the Chiefs even if you want to. Uh, NHL, boxing, baseball, postseason, football, basketball, even boxing and UFC, and right up to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait. Take advantage today of all these amazing offers available for the 2021 season. But online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online. Where the game starts, bet online, go there right now, use the code locked on to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We are back on Lockdown Rose Podcast, on Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. So let's get in now to the actual World Series. You you have what might be a very fun and a very interesting series while on paper it doesn't have the flashy storylines like Dodgers Astros would have been very flashy because of the 2017 thing we just referenced but this is a fun spunky Braves team and a well put together Astros team they're gonna play two in in Houston today and tomorrow obviously Tuesday and Wednesday day off Thursday and then play in Atlanta Friday Saturday and Sunday I, I think that if Atlanta steals one on the road, you know, these first two nights, Tuesday or Wednesday, then Atlanta will push it to at least six. And I think that the Astros, though, win the series in general. As long as the Astros win one game at home, they're going to win the series in general, and it'll be in six or seven. 
that's kind of my feeling on this series, my gauge on this series. And honestly, who I'm rooting for is the Astros, simply because I really like Dusty Baker. I really like Dusty Baker, so I'm hoping that he can actually win a World Series. But other than that, I don't really care. I'm just watching it and hoping for good baseball games. Like, whenever I watch this series, I don't have the, any ties at all to them. Like, so if the Dodgers win the World Series, I'd have some sort of tie because the Oklahoma City AAA team is the Dodgers affiliate. So I've seen all those young guys when they were, like, just prospects. So I've watched them grow up in the big leagues. So I, I'd root for their success story and their successes. Uh, but with this matchup, I just don't have any. I don't. I'm not attached to Jorge Soler, who's the former Royal on the Braves. I don't really care. I'm just. I'm just rooting in this series for good baseball. Like, give me exciting, thrilling, un, un, unbelievably wild games. And that's all I want. I don't care who wins them. I just want wild games. So, what are you rooting for? Who are you rooting for? And what's your prediction for the World Series? Let us know on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. Until next time, be good and be good to one another.